0: You're listening to The Holistic Spaces Podcast, brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 261, Celebrating Lunar New Year, with special guest, Catherine Metz. Welcome to episode 261 of The Holistic Spaces Podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Moores are the founders of The Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach feng shui online at MindfulDesignSchool.com. Be sure to check out our website at MindfulDesignSchool.com. You can sign up for our mailing list. It's in the show notes, or you can go to MindfulDesignSchool.com slash join. And we have information about our podcast that we send out every week, as well as feng shui tips, updates, and information about different offerings that we have. And our biggest offering right now, besides our certification program, which is almost full, it might be full by the time this airs, is our Lunar New Year package. So every year, Laura and I are very busy every year. like I always have so much going on at this time of year. And for the last... This will be our sixth time together, I think, or seventh time. Laura and I have a Lunar New Year offering that we do a live Zoom class to celebrate the Lunar New Year together. And then even before that, and Laura's going to talk about it, even before she was my work wife, before we got married, she also offered this Lunar New Year uh, celebration as well. So we have this Lunar New Year package. It has a lot of information about how to welcome the New Year, And Laura, what else
1: is in there? Uh, Blessings, like so clearings, space clearings. Yeah, You're, you do a really nice audio uh, meditation. So there's lots of good stuff that you can do right away, even before you join us live on the 10th, because you get a, you know, you get your invitation to join us live where we talk uh, and celebrate together on the 10th. But you have a February bunch of 10th. other great stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's Lunar New Year Day. And if you can't make it live, the recording is available, and you have access to it for a month, I think. Mm-hmm. And also, we just decided to add some really fun stuff to our Lunar New Year live class where we'll go through each animal, but we'll also talk about like the best color for each animal this year and an ideal crystal to work with, as well as the best gua to work with or bagua area to work with in 2024. So we hope you'll join us. And it's the Lunar New Year reset package that we have. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to be talking about how to celebrate Lunar New Year, and also the ways that Laura, Catherine, and myself celebrate Lunar New Year and and how we kind of share the feng shui traditions with our students. So Catherine Metz is a master feng shui teacher, and she's the founder of feng shui storyboard and the art of placement, where she's chronicled the teachings of His Holiness Grand Master, Professor Lin Yun, who founded BTB Feng Shui. So she's chronicled many of his teachings and has created a virtual repository of his wisdom, his Feng Shui teachings for BTB Feng Shui. And now Catherine also teaches alongside us and we present this archive of teachings. In a program we call Peer Professor at Mindful Design School. So, we're really delighted to have Catherine here. Hi, Catherine.
2: Hi, Happy New Year to both of you. Happy Happy New Year, Year. Catherine.
0: So, we usually have Catherine on every month and we talk about a small bite. And this is going to be a small bite, but it's not inspired by a small bite. But we wanted to talk about the Lunar New Year. So, we know maybe a lot of our listeners may not understand what the Lunar New Year is about. So I'm gonna talk a little bit about how we explain Lunar New Year to our students and some of the traditions that we have in BTB Feng Shui. And then Catherine and Laura and I will share some of the ways that we celebrate the Lunar New Year. In Feng Shui and in Taoist and Buddhist and Asian philosophies, there's a Taoist concept called heaven, earth and human and the idea is that heaven is kind of like the sky and the vastness above us and then earth is a practicality of our lives here on earth and how we are grounded on this earth together and then human is the energetic part of how that comes together and you know this concept of heaven earth and human can be translated in many different ways like it could be as simple as One, two, three, or it could be like long, medium, short, or it could be you know heaven, earth, and human, or it could it could be ground, path, and fruition. There's a lot of different ways to look at heaven, earth, and humanity. But one of the most basic ways that we can look at this philosophy and how it relates to Lunar New Year is that most cultures, most ancient cultures and civilizations, looked to the heavens for guidance to help us here on earth and to see that heaven is not disconnected from earth and that we stand in the middle as humans. So so this importance of the Lunar New Year is looking at the calendar and looking at the cycles of the sun and the moon and what's happening in our seasons and how this informs our life and that we live in connection with these celestial forces. You know, I was at a meditation retreat last week and the teacher was talking about how we are so interconnected that's one of the main foundations of buddhism or teachings in buddhism but it's also a, a big teaching i think in feng shui at least the way that i teach it because we are interconnected with our environment and we're not disconnected and even if we kind of think we're disconnected and we try to think that we're disconnected and we we maybe numb ourselves to what's happening in the world we actually are connected We're never disconnected. So we are connected to the movements of what's happening in the heavens and what's happening on the other side of this planet Earth and what's happening in the heart of the person you walk by as you're crossing the street. So looking at the seasons and looking at something like Lunar New Year gives us another opportunity to see how we are so connected with the world around us. And so what's also connected with this Lunar New Year is the story of the 12 animals. And so most of you may be familiar with the 12 zodiac animals. In the last two podcast episodes, we actually went through every zodiac animal and talked a little bit about the wood element and the dragon year that we're about to welcome in. And all of this kind of, this transition officially happens at what's called the first day of spring or the commencement of spring, which falls between February 3rd and 5th, depending on the year. And it's around that time. And it's when the lunar new year falls on the new moon that's the closest to this first day of spring. And so... Lunar New Year changes every year. And this time it's this year in 2024, it's it's on February 10th, because that is the closest new moon to the first day of spring. And so this is a really important celebration in most countries in Asia, most places in Asia, not just China. And it often commences on Lunar New Year. And it's lasts it's a big celebration that lasts 15 days and it culminates with the lantern festival and you know again different countries in asia have different ways of celebrating lunar new year like i'm also involved i'm a um, tibetan buddhist and i'm involved in a tibetan buddhist community where we celebrate losar which is the tibetan new year and there's other practices that go with that and you know in fact with our students with some of our graduates, like last year, we have this weekly, optional weekly graduate call that we meet with our graduates every week. And we had to share some of their own personal customs. One is Vietnamese, and she shared how they celebrate Lunar New Year, and another is Taiwanese. And she also shared what her family traditions were. Hard to celebrate Lunar New Year. So it's really important to, to acknowledge like the diversity of Asian countries that do celebrate Lunar New Year and to you know, ask, ask your ask your Asian friends what they do. Some general things that people do for Lunar New Year, if you're interested in exploring this and adapting it for yourself, is often before Lunar New Year, you would clean, you would take a lot of time and deep clean your home. And you can also sweep away any stagnant chi and refresh and dust your altar or your shrine. You can make offerings to whatever you have on your altar or shrine, like any kind of teachers or deities or like whatever you have on your shrine and also to your ancestors. So those are kind of some traditional things that you can do in preparation for the Lunar New Year. You can also Treat yourself to a new or a new to you outfit. It doesn't, it could be an upcycled outfit, but something maybe new to you. And also, traditionally, you, you could change out your wallet and get a fresh wallet. I actually was gifted a very nice wallet for, for Christmas. So I'm going to post it on Instagram, like do a little reel on it. Cause last year, the last couple of years, Laura's been doing her reel. A, a reel about refreshing your wallet for the new year but you can check out like what like what does your wallet look like right like it ha- is it like 10 years old and is it falling apart like my husband I was looking at his wallet it's pretty I think it's like 10 years old and it's falling apart because especially men put them in their pockets right but I've had this nice little wallet for a while that the same friend gave me <laughs> gave me, but she gave me another nice wallet. So I think I'm going to change it out. And it'll be, it'll be nice because she's a very generous person in my life and has been always very generous and kind to me. So it really means a lot that it embodies her, her generosity as well. And then putting fresh money and fresh, fresh cash into your wallet to kind of refresh, to relook at your relationship to your finances or how abundant you feel. And also instead of looking at it as like what's the way to make more money maybe it's about what's the way to be more generous right so how can switching your wallet give you an opportunity to see how you can give more like i personally always like take take a lot of ones and put them in my wallet so i have ones that i can offer to people like there's a lot of people in the subway selling fruit or churros sometimes i do take the churro but sometimes i just give you know instead of taking the fruit I'll just give them some, you know, some of the dollars instead of taking whatever they're selling. So there's different ways that we can, we could find our own way of using this ritual of refreshing our wallet to see how we can also refresh and relook at how generous we are in the world. Like where, where are we giving? Where can we, where do we feel abundant? What are the ways that we can feel abundant and, and share with others? And then the last thing I'll say, because I just talked a lot, is oftentimes people do love to celebrate at this time. I know a lot of the Chinese friends I have, like I I've worked with a lot of Chinese contractors in the past. They work like every day, basically, except for like Sundays. But they take like the they take they always take a lot of time off at Chinese New Year, so it's it's always a requirement, and they they have a big dinner. And I've been to so many. I've been invited to so many really delightful, like large, feasts, banquets on Lunar New Year with some of those traditional food offerings, like fish for abundance and long noodles for long life, longevity, or oranges for wealth and vibrant cheese. So, so you can look at, you know, what are the foods that represent abundance and generosity and fresh new beginnings for you and and maybe create a little feast for yourself to celebrate lunar new year okay sorry just that was a lot that's 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 this is what happens when i i know know this is what happens when i prepare and make a list usually on these podcasts i don't we don't i don't prepare anything (laughs) i just ask her
1: questions and then she answers um
0: okay so Catherine, why don't you start with sharing any thoughts that you have about lunar new year and and We'd love to hear how you celebrate and, and your your relationship with this time of year.
2: Yeah, this time of year is always for me really quiet. I try to keep it as quiet as I can. I, I almost become homebound during this time. And it feels really good to me because my natural tendency is to keep my house clean and most of the time, but at the Western New Year, which has just passed, I I make sure that all the things that have bothered me about my house, maybe there's a spot someplace on the wall where it needs a little bit of paint, or I clean up all those things that have bothered me so that I can get rid of the old and just be prepared for the new that's coming in the lunar new year. So this is a time when I I'm I'm quiet, I stay at home, I I reflect upon all of the papers that I've created during the year, and I I get rid of the ones that I no longer need, and I review the ones that I want to bring, the thoughts I want to bring into the new year, and it's a way to, this is a time to renew my creativity, and I find that this time, there's sort of a very unlikely alchemy that happens, where this quietness brings forth new ideas, clears away old worries, brings new friends in the the next year, And I realize more and more what I can do that brings benefit to everyone, not just myself. And I think those ideas come up when I'm really quiet, busy, you know, quietly busy, cleaning up and getting rid of the old, but that leaves room for the new. And I really appreciate this time because it allows me to face what's new and what has great potential. And it allows me to face that with a lot of creativity and a lot of calmness and ease about change. And I think sometimes when we face change, it can be difficult or we get stubborn about it or we're not flexible enough to receive what's new. And I take this time to really get ready and prepare in that way. And and I really enjoy on the Lunar New Year doing a ceremony that Professor Lin taught us, which was to open the door. And it has very specific procedural things that I've done for many, many years, but now, It's turned into my own ceremony, my own tradition, and it's become opening the door to all possibilities. And, you know, we usually invite in the the gods of wealth, but I see in my mind's eye as I open the door and, and throw my arms out to the world that there are many more possibilities for people to come into my life and for possibilities to come into my life. And they all come into the home when I open the door and I get to talk to these spirits or entities or even new people and have conversations that are new and have ideas that are new. So opening the door for me on on the Lunar New Year allows me to have conversations about fixing any errors I may have made in the year before, getting help to to correct those errors and face them with a great deal of equanimity for myself. So that happens. I think I also, change becomes then much more natural and I become much more accepting of whatever comes to my door. And it just feels, and I and I can give myself then a lot of sort of gift to myself of acceptance about whatever's happening. And that's a lovely way to start the Lunar New Year for me. So uh, quiet time.
0: Yes, and for the listeners, if you are joining us for the Lunar New Year event at Mindful Design School we do welcome the wealth gods and you know to touch back on that idea of generosity Catherine I I was thinking how you know part of that process in welcoming the wealth gods is actually you offering generosity right so in order to receive any kind of wealth or prosperity the first step is for you to put yourself out there invite people into your own heart and or invite the outside world or others into your heart and then offer generosity, like offer your home as if it was their home, right? So yeah. So giving yeah. it away.
2: Yeah. It's a wonderful feeling because <clears throat> I can feel those those people in my home. And I'm I'm not a really very good host usually. I don't have a lot of people in my home, but I love hosting all these people who people who arrive on that day and I show them around and speak with them and if they're deities of some sort you know I introduce them to my altar and and then every time I go to my altar I can have a conversation and and that's a wonderful part of very it's very the lunar new year is different that way from from the western new year where I'm being very practical and fixing things and getting rid of things, it, the two are very different, but they, they come together because one prepares for the other. And I was thinking about the wallet. One of the things that I do with my wallet, even though I don't have a new wallet, is that I think on um, every month, I make sure to take everything out of my wallet, make sure the cards are all, you know, not expired or whatever. And do I need this credit card? Can I put it away and not use it? what money's in there and how do I want to spend it? What do I want to give away? What do I want to spend on what? So it clarifies for me every month, what I can give away, what I want to spend, what I don't want to spend. So for me, the wallet comes up every month. And it it's interesting because I think professor said, if we miss doing a ceremony on the new year, the lunar new year, then we can do it every month instead of if we miss it so i think my wallet piece is a piece of that where it comes up every month for me laura are you gonna get a new wallet this year
1: i don't know i might actually i have a green i like my green wallet but i might get a new i might get a new wallet
0: you've had had that one for a while i have
1: i have had it for a while and i'm going uh, back i'm I'm going to italy and i'm going to be there and i'm going to go to the leather market in florence Mm -hmm. so maybe i'll pick up a new one because it's a pretty good place to go to get that yeah. So should I talk about what, what I do? Okay. It's my turn now. Perfect. So again, like similar to Catherine, the 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 time between January 1st, that solar new year that many of us know, and and the lunar new year, which this year happens to be February the 10th, is a really busy time in a way because, you know, we're just, for Angie and I, it just seems like everyone is really primed after they've come out of January 1st that they know that there's a second kind of kick at the can where they can keep the momentum going, where they can keep the shift and this, you know, the energy moving as the Lunar New Year. So it gets quite busy for us and we plan the, you know, we do this big ceremony, which we do online. But traditionally I used to do it for years and years and years before I even was working with Angie, I was doing it live in with all of my clients and our friends and there would be a big group of us and we would come together to celebrate the Lunar New Year and we would perform a ritual, a ceremony that is a Black sect from Professor Lin Yun that I was taught and that I practice as a student and I continue to do it every Lunar New Year and then I just started to invite others and it turned into this big event. It's called the the Golden Cicada Sheds Its Skin and it is a personal chi clearing in a way to sort of summarize it and actually we will be as, as well as the wealth welcoming the wealth God we will be doing uh, that as well when we do our things we've we've basically transitioned I've transitioned that live to online and it's so now we do it even a bigger group which is great so it's always been a part of what I do this time of year or you know around uh, on the lunar New year and I also do a lot of activities around my own home I tend to do most of my cleaning and reorganizing and planning in the in-between, similar to what Catherine was saying. So like between January 1 and Lunar New Year, because I find the Lunar New Year part is a really a celebratory part. I'm really, it's like a new, it's a, again, this invitation to what's possible, right? It's an opening up. And this year I have also adopted sort of a different practice where I'm working in idea of of coming up with a word that inspires me that I want to invite into my life for the next year and working with that word and weaving it into many different things I do and it's been a really interesting meditative practice. And it's called Lecto Divina, is this idea of coming up with this, this really powerful word that that lands with you based on what's happened the year prior. And so that's something that I've been weaving in to my time this this new year and doing a lot of work around that. And it's something that I, I'm really excited and looking forward to weaving it into the golden cicada, because there is a part of that personal chi clearing ceremony where you are peeling away, right? You're peeling away what what came before you. You're shedding that and, and letting go. And I, and I think for me, I think that's why it's such a beautiful ceremony is because it's a lot of times we're like, okay, how can I be a better person? How can I be the best version of myself this year? And it's like, it's really exhausting. So this is a nice way to just release and let go and embrace something new rather than having to fix something that you feel you've been burdened with. So, I'm really looking forward to doing it this year with everybody because it's usually when we do it together as the group, that big group in in February the 10th is when I do it, but then I'll do the actual physical practice as well. So, I'm really looking forward to that. So, there's lots of Things I do basically in these however many weeks, these like almost six weeks. It's it's a lot of fun and activity and cleaning and organizing and all that stuff. What what's your word? Oh, it's really boring. But it's what came to me. It's it's release, which is a it's a boring word. But you're supposed to do this practice where you meditate, like sh- sh- you walk through this meditation, and you come up with several things that have happened over the past year. And what is the common like the, the common thread? And so and then they you're just like okay well what was that like you're not supposed to overthink it it's like what was that that real memory of like the past year that came up for you and what was it about that memory and then that was release you know it was what came to it so i just i it wasn't it's not a particularly inspiring word and it seems kind of like you know overused but it was what came and now i've been working with it for so long that if i just say it i just like relax. It's really great. Yeah. So it's been, it's been a really interesting practice.
2: What was the word you used for that tradition?
1: Uh, Lecto divina. So it's a, which is very Christian sounding and it's the idea of finding beauty, divinity in a word, basically, you know, the beauty of that, that seed of beauty in that word. So it's, it's, and it's a tradition that is, you know, bigger than this, but it's just, it's uh, the, the practice that I'm doing with this amazing, woman it's called the abbey of the arts and she's in ireland and i've been working with her; it's been really great so i've been really enjoying it and it's a really interesting perspective on how to meditate in a in a in an interesting way especially moving into this new year so it's been really really rewarding for me yeah
0: i saw a friend post on facebook her word for 2024 is romance (laughs) (laughs) well i mean and so uh i Uh, which is going to be the topic of February. But I thought, I just thought it was really cute. Like, do you have a a word, Catherine, that, that you
2: are working with for
0: 2024?
2: I don't have one word. I love words, and I'm always playing with words. And I think the one thing, I had a client who was a poet, and she wrote a wonderful book. And she has a lot of ways to get to words and use words well. And so I've written some poetry using some of her techniques. So I guess I have a lot of words on my mind, but not one for the year. But so that's an interesting thought for me to um, dive into, see see if I find one.
0: Well, I like what you're saying, Laura, because when on this retreat I was on, one of the teachers, he was talking about not trying to get to your 2.0, you know, like that's it's because we are a better version of yourself. Right. Because we're so we're so geared towards that. And I see a lot of people, a lot of my teachers are really uh, questioning that. Right. But I loved how he was like, he's like, so we're just going to do nothing right now. There's no 2.0 thing that you need to uh, to create. Uh, You don't need a 2.0, 3.0 version of yourself and and so how how much our society has really been mm-hmm. pushing that for the past few years that we always have to have another better version so what about the you know negative the zero or he you know he, we were doing this practice where we just weren't he said, don't meditate don't do anything go to zero. Zero 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 is nothing so it's interesting but i like i like that i was like you. Yeah, that's true. We don't have to, you, yeah. we don't have to aim for 2.0 all the time. I feel like, yeah, I, think-
1: uh, I feel a lot of people are are feeling that these days. Like, I think we've had several, almost a decade of this hustle, hustle, do this, be the best version of yourself, boss girl, blah. And I think, I feel like it's now, it's shifting a little bit, at least for me it is. And I feel like I see it within others.
2: Yeah. I think that's where that alchemy happens is when you can let go and be that. And I think, you know, some people still make New Year's resolutions. And I think we have to be really reasonable in that and allow those because resolutions, you know, often slow down. You know, you work out for a certain number of days and then it slows down. I think all resolutions work that way. And I think at that point we need to just be reasonable and accepting of ourselves and allow that natural wave to diminish and then come back again i found that with my yoga practice it just moves in waves and i allow those days when it's not quite working well to just be okay and it feels a lot like what you're talking about there we don't have to be 2.0 in our yoga practice and and maybe i've just learned that as i get older and older and so much older than both of you it, it comes naturally, I think, with age as well. And I think it's a wonderful gift of being my age as well. Yeah, I must be, cr-
1: I'm crossing, I'm crossing into that zone, Catherine. I feel like I'm just like tired of, there's a point in your life and you just physically, like, you just, you, okay, here's what you've been given. This is who you are. You know, like, that's fine. You just, you know, you can continue to obviously improve and do these great things and, you know, live the best you can but you know you you don't have to go find that better version of yourself you you know and and there's i don't know there's just beauty in discovering the things that maybe you just haven't seen those better they're all there those versions of yourself are all there you just yes, haven't really sat with it you haven't really yeah, sat with it take a
2: moment take a yeah. moment to take it all in right
1: yeah. yeah and so it's been it's been interesting and the, and the, to be to circle back to the lunar new year for me this is why I really love the Lunar New Year because, again, it gives you the, it's like you get these, this, this time from the first to the Lunar New Year. And it's, again, waves, it comes in. And, you know, yeah, we talk a lot about what's the animal? What are we going to expect? But it's so fun. And you're like embracing and you're opening. And and when Angie and I do this review of the animals, as you guys, you know, listened, it's all like, what do you want to embrace in the New Year's? Like, what do you want to cultivate? What do you, what do you feel? And again, it comes back to energy because that's what we do here with feng shui. How do you want, this is the energy. The energy is what is coming and this is what we're getting. So how do you just be cool with it and ride it and use it the way you need it? Like the this dragon energy, this big energy, it's going to, each of us is going to experience it very differently and we have to just be okay with that. And there's ways to to work with it. So for me, that's the exciting part of Lunar New Year. It's a celebration. It's embracing this new energy which I really like.
0: Well, thank you, my friends, for sharing your Lunar New Year ceremonies and experiences and your feelings around it. And for the listeners, we just want to remind all of you that we have our Lunar New Year celebration and gathering with the Mindful Design Functional School. So you can still enroll in that if you visit mindfuldesignschool.com. You can join us on february 10th and again the recording will be available you don't have to come live and we're going to go in depth more than we did in the podcast on every animal along with more for each animal like colors crystals a gua to work with and we'll gather and practice together the golden cicada sheds its shell as well as welcoming the wealth gods together So we hope you're enjoying the month of all the new year celebrations. And we are really happy to be with you again for another year. And we're so lucky to have Catherine with us now. So the three of us together, together forever, (laughs) and we'll be back next week. So happy Lunar New Year, everyone. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. You can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast, please share it with others, subscribe, leave a review. You can also really support us by checking out our certification and our mini course, like our Lunar New Year program, and collaborate with us that way, like show up and be a part of our community. You can find out information on how to sign up for all of that at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week.